All right, and welcome into uh, the latest edition of the Down the Road podcast. Nick Runowitz here, voice of your Lakeland Magic. We got an interesting episode set up today. The NBA 2K season is underway while we wait for the NBA season to get restarted. And joining me now here on the pod is Jonah Edwards. He's the head coach of Magic Gaming. Uh, Jonah, I I really do appreciate the time, man. Thanks for, for stopping by. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. And uh, yeah, no worries at all. So uh, let me let me start. Um, let me just start with what's been going on with the NBA 2K League. Um, everything has been either interrupted or changed by the coronavirus pandemic. Um, how has this affected the NBA 2K League? Because normally there's some travel associated with this league that uh, we're not necessarily going to see or are not seeing during uh, during this season. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, we're, we're in remote play right now. Um, so essentially we're, we're playing from our respective practice studios where, you know, normally we would just be, you know, uh, getting ready for our week and, and flying to New York every week to, to play in a centralized studio. So it's absolutely a big change for us. I mean, this is not something that these teams in this league were prepared for. A lot of teams have had to, to shift a ton of things around. So it's, uh, it's brought some unique challenges, but it's, it's been a lot of fun. How uh, how has it changed, I guess, just the way that you've had to, to manage your team this year? Because I'm sure you guys get together in groups and and you 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 scout other teams and stuff uh, that that's had to have changed during all this. Yeah, absolutely. There was there was a time, especially when when things uh, were shut down here locally, um, you know, that we we were practicing from our apartment. So I'm I'm in a house, you know, probably 10 minutes away uh, from the guys. They're all in their respective apartments. You know, we're we're scrimmaging over over discord with our headsets on. And that's something that none of us were used to. It's, you know, obviously, you know, um, it's just it's not maybe not as effective as if you're in person, of course, you know, you interact differently online than you do in person. There's there's different challenges that, that come with it for sure. Um, I, I guess how, how have some of your, I guess some of the members of your team taken to this is, has anybody had like a hard time with it? I guess. I mean, like you said, the personalities are all different. So I'm sure some that are used to kind of more of that group aspect have kind of been missing that as, as we all have, we've all kind of missed just being in groups and being around people. Yeah, absolutely. It, it, it has been an issue. I, I will say, um, with, with a couple of the guys and in more so, you know, it's, it's hard staying inside and, and feeling like, you know, you're, you're not allowed to go anywhere. Cause you know, we don't, we, we try to mitigate any potential risk at all. And, um, you know, a couple of the guys have, have flown home and just, just to see family. Cause this has been, it has been a challenge for these guys. You know, a lot of these guys have been here since January and haven't seen their family since then. That's a long time to go for them. And, um, it's the longest they've ever gone with, with in that, in that time. Um, it, it, you know, a lot of these guys are 20, 21, 22 years old. So these are big challenges for them. They're just, they, they haven't faced yet in their life. Yeah. I, I think that we kind of forget how young the guys on your team in this league are, how young the guys in the NBA are. And we kind of assume, well, they're, they're adults. They'll figure it out. They'll be fine. But a lot, a lot of these guys are kids and they're kind of figuring it out for, for the first time, just, just like the rest of us. And, and you guys, this season are, are trying to figure it out as the NBA 2K season is underway. Uh, Magic Gaming is off to kind of a four and eight start. You're we're in what week nine of the regular season. Talk to me a little bit about how the year has gone for you guys so far as we kind of we, we hit the stretch run of the regular season here. Yeah, you know, we, we definitely have had uh, some ups and downs. Um, you know, we're, we're four and eight. Um, I, I believe that 
five of our eight losses are to, to five of the top six teams in the league. So that's, you know, obviously something there. And, um, two, two of our four, lo- our four wins are against, are against, um, two of the top seven teams in the league. So, you know, we, we have some quality wins against some teams. We know we can put, we can put the, the best product in the court when we do, we're, we're pretty good, but, um, you know, we, we've had a, had a tough time doing that always this year. And, um, you know, it's, it's been interesting because at the start of the season, when we start scrimmages, everyone is like brand new to the game. And, um, you know, we were the best. I mean, we didn't lose a single scrimmage basically for the first month of the season. Everyone was talking about us. And, uh, then we have to go to our apartments and it just felt like something changed in that move. And, um, the guy, talk about it all the time and you know so we're, we're trying to 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 kind of roll with the punches here and and survive where we can but uh four and eight is definitely not where we want to be but it's where we are and we are where we are so so have you been kind of trying to recreate some of that i i, I guess some of that feeling from that scrimmage portion earlier in the year I'm, I'm sure you are um in terms of kind of just getting guys to feel that feel feel a little more confident i'm sure that that you guys have just kind of been trying to find the identity of this team during a poor start to the year yeah, you know, um, I think there, there's so many small things in NBA 2K that, that, that most most spectators don't realize. And so when you're worrying about all these small things, a lot of times you just you lose sight of the easy things, the, the, the bigger things that matter. And um, that's why sometimes it's nice to just be come back, you know, take a break, refresh. And a lot of times when we do that, we're better when we're not thinking of too much. We're not trying to dive too deep into the game. We're just playing 2K. A lot of times when we do that, that's actually typically when we play our, our best games. Now, normally, I, I talk. We, I asked you earlier about the the lack of travel. Obviously, you guys aren't flying to New York where you would play, you know, your matches once a week, and and you guys would have a crowd for for these games. I mean, we've seen different esports arenas built, including one right here in Orlando at Full Sail. Um, is the no crowd thing affecting your guys a little bit? I hadn't thought about that until this moment in terms of just the energy of playing. I, I think yes. And, you know, we've moved from a, a best of one format to a best of three format because we, we've done remote play and that, that's obviously been impactful as well. And, you know, when we're in the studio, our, the, the group we have, um, especially a couple of our guys, DT, Reezy, Toxic, are, are guys that are, are kind of built for the studio environment. They've done this before. They're veterans. We had a team of veterans and the whole, you know, on the stage nervousness, they weren't going to feel like some of these teams that are, are loaded with rookies. And, you know, those teams are able to dodge that bullet this season they don't have to face the fact that you know you're not staring your competitors down you know six feet in front of you instead you know you're at home you you got a bag of chips maybe next to you so things are a bit different it it, it totally is so the intimidation factor from some of the guys on your team that's that that advantage has kind of been nulled by by the COVID-19 pandemic and that's that's had an effect that's it that's definitely interesting um let, let's let's get to, to what happened this week. You guys are speaking of the the series you're playing. You play a best of three series. Uh, you're coming off a series loss to to Hawks Talon Gaming on July seventh. Uh, talk to me a little bit about that because you guys got off to a, a really hot start um, early in that match, and I even heard there were some technical issues too in terms of what people could and couldn't hear on the on the the Twitch and all of that. What uh, what happened during during that match? Yeah, for for the game versus the Hawks this week, um, there were some technical difficulties. Yeah, we we the broadcast actually could hear our voice comms, and I haven't gone back to listen, but I know that I was pretty adamant about the game not starting. I was kind of 
uh, I think, not happy with the admin staff uh, during the game. But, you know, we, we came out to a good start. At, you know, we, we looked good. And, um, you know, they have a really good point guard BP, one of the league's best. He was an MVP candidate last season. He's he's truly one of the one of the best NBA 2K players in the world. And when he gets going, it's really hard to stop him. And we saw a lot of that, in the, a little of that in the second half. A lot of Kel as well, their shooting guard, who actually leads the league in scoring among shooting guards and did a phenomenal job against us as well. So really more of a credit to their backcourt, I think, than, than an insult to us and a lot of ways we we came out a little slow in the second half we actually scored this is terrible but i know it it, we scored more in the first seven minutes of the game than we did in the last 17 and i gotta tell you that's not gonna win you a whole lot of games no it's not how active are you for those that aren't familiar with i guess how the nba 2k league and the game works as a coach how active are you during games and talking to your guys and trying to strategize because i think some believe hey like they start the game they play and the game ends you, you've got quite a role during the games, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know what? It's obviously a little different because – you know, we have headsets on. It's not a court. You know, I can't. I can't constantly talk because you know, if you, if I do that, that's all everyone's hearing. So they have to still be able to communicate effectively as well. Um, so it, it is like you have to find the middle ground of like how much to communicate. What is the most important things? Because there is not a whole lot of of space there in, in the communication. So, uh, but I would say it's definitely a big part of, of a lot of teams in the league. A lot of teams have have coaches that are pretty involved, pretty vocal, understand the game at a high level. You know, I've played NBA 2K a long time, so um, I'm not a guy guy who just like doesn't get it and doesn't get and we're trying to teach basketball to 2k pros instead you know we are still trying to do that but you know we also understand that the importance of 2k iq and knowledge and skill there as well so you guys are coming off that series loss uh to uh to the hawks and you guys have the pistons as we're recording this on thursday july 9th you guys play the pistons on friday and both of those matches are called cash matches um tell me a little bit about how that how 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 that works the cash matches because obviously uh, there's a little more incentive in in winning those matches. Yeah. So um, after after basically the the pandemic happened, uh, they had to cancel a couple local events. These were called round robins. Um, we were actually already were were granted one in Orlando. We were going to ha- host it over here at Full Sail University. It was going to be really cool, and it had prize money attached. But since those had to be canceled, they took that prize money and attached it to several games. So each of those games had a you know the, the team would have win uh, would have won twenty five hundred dollars as a, as an organization. Um, you know for for each of the games. So obviously we we kind of missed up missed uh, missed our chance up on Tuesday, but we got a, a good chance tomorrow night against, against Detroit. Yeah, no doubt. Um, do you feel like your guys get up a little bit more for those cash matches? Is there a little bit more focus or have they been able to kind of keep the same focus for all the games? Cause I feel like I'd be a little more locked in for a cash match, obviously. There's definitely an extra bit of intensity in, in games that are for money. That the issue that kind of comes here is it's like you know twenty five hundred dollars split six ways isn't is you know several hundred dollars still. But you know when we mm-hmm. play, for example, the turn tournament in two weeks, you know we're playing for if we win the tournament, we're, we win ten thousand. Each of the players wins about ten thousand dollars. So wow. it's it's obviously a apples and oranges at that point um you know that's obviously much much more in our minds at the moment than potentially the cash game tomorrow is you know hey if we win at the turn that's a lot of money so it's it's finding that middle ground a little bit too of like you know we don't want to get too high too low and and things like that but obviously we're we're focused on that game tomorrow but also i I know the guys are looking forward to maybe playing for a little money here in a couple weeks yeah, tell me a little bit more about the turn. I was reading about that today. There's three in-season tournaments during the NBA 2K League season, and you guys have one coming up at the end of July. And like you said, there's a lot of money attached to it, and obviously 
that's something that every team, the 23 teams in the league are, are looking to win. Tell me a little bit more about that. Yeah, so the turn is unique uh, specifically in a way where they actually allow teams to to ban specific archetypes. So in, in the NBA 2K League, each position has eight options for the player. Um, typically in each position, only about two or three are used out of the eight. So we typically see, you know, the, about the same stuff. And, you know, but when you add these bans, essentially, we can say, hey, we're going to take away this, this build. So for example, there's a build at Point Guard called the Scoring Machine that is a sharpshooting, slashing build, essentially. And so we, it's the best point guard build pretty much consensus amongst the league so if we take that away a lot of teams lose you know something that, that they're used to this is what they practice with every single day and they may not be able to adapt so that's why we really like the turn tournament we really we really think we're a, a smart group with guys that understand the game at a high level and um obviously that's that's something we can we can show off at the turn that's really interesting. Um, I, I do think this is kind of something that the NBA is trying to work into a season, kind of an in-season tournament. And just like with the G League, they've had the showcase, obviously, with the Lakeland Magic going to that. You guys have three in-season tournaments. Uh, it feels to me like the NBA is kind of looking for something like that uh, for them to put into their game. Um, let, me, uh, let me ask you a little bit about I guess, your role um, as the head coach? Because I think a lot of people, the first question they ask is, what does the head coach of a, of a uh, NBA 2K team actually do? Talk to me a little bit about, just talk to me a little bit through your week, I guess, as you prepare for a match like the one you guys just played against the Hawks or the one tomorrow against the Pistons. What goes into your kind of daily routine uh, to get the team ready to play? Yeah, so um, the lines have been blurred more than ever due to the, mm -hmm. the pandemic, of course. So you'll see me literally lugging computers in my Jeep, like to and from the apartment sometimes, all kinds of stuff like that, as, as well as, you know, what you expect from a head coach. You know, we have a we, we have plays we run. We have, you know, a whiteboard we, we design stuff on. We, we have a scouting report um, that we, we do for every game and, and things like that. So that's a lot of what I'm doing as well as, you know, getting the guys ready. We do film breakdown in the morning. Um, and, then, and then obviously we, for our practices, we actually scrimmage other teams in the league. So, for example, actually moments ago, we just got finished with a series against the Memphis Grizzlies team. And um, so, you know, a lot of it is, you know, we have, let's say, for example, against the Hawks, we were preparing for for the, the fact they have a, a backcourt that both are pretty good scorers. So the focal point in practice going into that game was was stopping and trying to schedule teams, uh, scrimmages that have, that have two ball handlers and stopping those ball handlers and, and seeing how we can do against that. So, um, you know, it, it really is – I would say it's more similar to actual actually coaching basketball than people would ever imagine. Uh, but you've actually seen a few guys that have, that, you know, for example, that the head coach of the Cavs Legion GC actually works for the Can't Charge uh, G League team and, and things like that. So, um, you know, we, we do see some crossover there. Yeah, I was wondering uh, whether or not there there was any aspiration for you to move from the virtual side of coaching to the reality side of of coaching. Is that something that you're interested in? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm kind of open-minded about everything. I always wanted to coach basketball when I was like a, a kid growing up. I'm from Indiana, so like basketball is mm -hmm. just in in what we do. Um, I played a little in high school. I was not very good, admittedly. Um, but I was always great at NBA 2K, and I was an NBA 2K basically pro, what you would call pro at the time. And even as like a high schooler and especially in college, I was really, really good. And um, so I was kind of known in the scene. So I, I don't know, it's, it's a tough question to answer. Like I, I kind of got this role due to my 2K knowledge, not my basketball knowledge. Uh, but obviously that has expanded and, and I, I'm open to anything, to be honest. I think it would be awesome just to be able to like go and shadow coach Clifford, for example, for a day or something. Um, so, you know, I think that, that would be an awesome experience. 
Yeah, I, uh, you mentioned that um, it's similar, I guess, coaching on the NBA 2K side to the NBA side. Are there any coaches that you reach out to for advice, especially during this? I mean, I, I think that everyone's got to be kind of trading notes in terms of how they're managing their teams during the pandemic here. But are there any coaches that you kind of use as, as counsel to get your team through a season? Yeah, you know, um, I'm actually really, really good friends with the the Knicks gaming head coach. Uh, him and I have actually known each other for like 10 plus years and played 2K together basically since then. And we both landed head coaching jobs in the first season. And um, obviously he he actually won a title in season one, so he gets to hang that over my head. But um, <laughs> I'm actually two and one against him in my career, so I get to hang that over his head too. So it goes both ways. But I, I would say it's him. We, we kind of, um, obviously he's had a number of unique challenges in New York City this year that, that we haven't specifically had yet. But unfortunately maybe maybe we'll have sooner than later um but yeah so it's it's been it's been nice to be able to have like at least another coach that's like hey like how are you dealing how are your guys dealing with the fact that we're practicing on headsets and not in a room anymore and and things like that yeah yeah it's it's i was i was reading today about steve clifford um talking to steve nash and a few other coaches and and players about how to manage his team in the nba bubble as the magic get there and and everyone's kind of trying to figure out a way to work through this even uh even the guys in the nba 2k league and the mls and all that so uh it's it's good to know i'm sure everyone is kind of calling somebody for advice uh during this time uh jonah let me let me get you out on this, um, and I do appreciate you giving us the time. Now, you guys have, what is is it three or four games left in, in the regular season? I think it's three games, right, after you played on on Tuesday. Um, you're not too far outside the playoff picture, from what I understand. How do you guys kind of turn it around here and 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 make the postseason and, and continue the run here? Well, yeah, you know, if if we are able to turn it around, we would we would end ideally at eight eight, uh, which could still see us missing the playoffs. Probably most likely see us missing it, but we do still have the final in season tournament, which is called the Ticket, which is actually the tournament like like you spoke about earlier that the NBA is was almost going to model this whole bubble scenario around, where basically it's the it's a couple of the non playoff teams and they play, and the winner makes the playoffs. They're the tenth and final playoff seed, so um, that it's a really cool opportunity and. So so it'll be it'll be 14 of the league's teams, uh, basically 10 through 23, uh, playing for that final playoff spot. And obviously, we're we're looking to that and, and saying, hey, like we believe we can rip off a run. We we know we've beaten some of the league's best. A couple of our losses are close games to some of the best teams in the league. We know when we're at our best, we we can totally take care of business. And and I think we we have it in us. But you know, obviously, that's that's our focus right now. Yeah, try to play your way in there, and and hopefully you guys can uh, can get it done. I thought it would have been exciting for the NBA to do that too. I'm sure that uh, I think that's coming at some point in time, not too far down the road. Jonah, I I really do appreciate the time. Good luck the rest of the season. Uh, good luck to your guys as you guys kind of manage through this pandemic, just like everyone else is here. And uh, I hope to see you guys uh, make some noise the rest of the year here. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you for the time. <laughs>